welcome to Day 7 of the LifeSpring White Christmas Show. I'm Steve Webb, and I'm your host. As today is a Sunday, we'll be learning about part of the history behind the Christmas story. Let's go over to James and find out what part of the story we'll be hearing about today. Today, which is also the second Sunday of Advent, we're going to be finding out about Mary and how she found out about that she was going to be part of the Christmas story. The story comes from the book of Luke in the Bible in chapter 1 and says this. In the sixth month, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will be with child and give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be? Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin. The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she who was said to be barren is in her sixth month. For nothing is impossible with God. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May it be to me as you have said. Then the angel left her. That's Luke chapter 1, verses 26 through 38. Quite an amazing story and experience. And did you know that Mary was probably only aged between 14 and 16 when it happened? It's not quite the picture we normally have of a mature young woman we might think of. So Jesus had a single, or at least not yet married, teenage mother. That was actually quite common in biblical times. Girls were often engaged and married in their early to mid-teens, and Joseph, who Mary was engaged to, was probably quite a bit older than she was, in his 30s or even 40s or 50s. Even so, Joseph and Mary would have been a pretty normal couple. Both Joseph and Mary were descended from the famous King David of Israel, and he reigned about a thousand years before the birth of Jesus. Mary was also related to the traditional priest families of Israel through her cousin Elizabeth. We don't know what Mary did for a living, if anything, but the Bible tells us that Joseph was a carpenter. That job was seen by some, especially the religious leaders, as more of a religious duty than a profession, and the job being involved being a stonemason as well as working on wood. So Mary was an average teenager of the day, waiting to get married. Then one day, suddenly an angel appears and says that she's going to have a child. I think that the sentence, Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be, well, it's a bit of an understatement. Gabriel the angel that brought the message to Mary is God's chief messenger angel and only appeared to a very few important people in the Bible. The first words that Gabriel spoke to Mary, greetings, you who are highly favored, the Lord is with you, also have a very important meaning. The term highly favored meant... God's holy grace is upon you, and being a blessing from God was something that would have never normally happened to a girl like Mary. You can imagine that she would have been scared, puzzled, and amazed by this. So Gabriel says, do not be afraid. If you'd like to know more about the angel Gabriel, then you can go to another site that James runs over at whyangels.com. The name Jesus, or Yeshua, 
as it would have been said then, was a very common name in Israel 2000 years ago. If you went into any street and called out Yeshua to a group of children, it's more than likely than a couple of them would be called Yeshua. And Jesus means saviour. And it also had a very important meaning in the Christmas story and points to what Jesus' life would be all about. In the old Jewish religious stories, only the very important people, such as prophets and kings, had the Holy Spirit come into them. So Mary could have really wondered what had happened to her if she'd become pregnant. To find out some answers, and to get some privacy, if she were to become pregnant, and remember she wasn't married, she went to see her cousin Elizabeth, who Gabriel said would also have a baby, to see if it was really true. She did this before she told Joseph about Gabriel and Jesus. Mary's visit to Elizabeth is another part of the Christmas story, and you can read about that in the Bible in Luke chapter 1. Nazareth, where Mary and Joseph lived, was a small hill town, but it was on a major caravan route. That's camel caravans, not holiday makers. It was also where many of the temple priests lived where they were not on duty at the temple. In Jewish law, an engagement or betrothal like Joseph and Mary's was treated almost like a marriage and could only be broken by an official and legal divorce. Remember that Mary hadn't told Joseph about all this. Well, he found out. We can read about that in the book of Matthew chapter 1. This is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be with child through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was a righteous man, he didn't want to expose her to public disgrace. He had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet, the virgin will be with child and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him, and took Mary home as his wife. But he had no union with her until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus, and that's from Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 to 25. It must have been very hard for Mary to tell Joseph that she was going to have a child. And to Joseph, it must have sounded like an incredible and probably made-up story. In fact, he probably thought she had been unfaithful to him. Even though they were engaged and not yet officially married, to break the betrothal, Joseph would have had to divorce Mary. In those times, adultery in engagement could be punishable by death. But Joseph decided to divorce her quietly, in private, even though this would have really damaged his reputation, whether people thought that the child was his or not. This type of divorce only needed two witnesses rather than going through the Jewish courts, and no formal grounds needed to be given for the divorce. But in a dream, an angel appeared to Joseph and told him to trust Mary. The angel also told Joseph that the child should be called Jesus. Having a vision in a dream from God was also very unusual, and only happened to a few important people elsewhere in the Bible. So this would have made Joseph pay attention and do what the angel had said. So, although we might think of the Christmas story as cute and fuzzy, it really wasn't. It had real people that lived real lives. We'll be finding out about another part of the Christmas story next Sunday, the 14th. And remember to listen every day to find out how to say Happy or Merry Christmas in a different language. And thanks for being with us today. This has been Day 7 of the 2008 LifeSpring Why Christmas Show. I'm Steve Webb. And I'm James Cooper. See you tomorrow. Merry Christmas. Thank you.
Let the world know that it's okay to say Merry Christmas to you. Hi, I'm Steve Webb, and I've created a beautiful button that tastefully tells everyone who sees it that you are not offended or ashamed to acknowledge the reason for the season. Check it out at MerryChristmas.LifespringMedia.com. Oh, and Merry Christmas. It's time.